everyone, and welcome to the Pop Rewind Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lee. And I'm the other one, Linz. We have a very special guest on this episode. We are actually talking to someone. I Honestly, I didn't know we'd ever find anyone in the world uh, with this particular trait. And we have actually found somebody who has never seen the feature film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh my god, I can't believe it either. I know. And you know what's even crazier? What? Is I can't believe it's somebody who runs a nostalgia website. Yeah? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually talking about you. Uh, oh, I see what you did. Right, yeah. You're still pretending you've never, you have seen that movie even when you haven't. Well, I I kind of have to bluff to get my way through life. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta I got I just gotta start off here by asking you why have you never seen this movie? Uh, it's just never anything that has appealed to me. It looks like a weird kids movie, and I just there's other movies to watch out there. Even though you know this is a movie, many people in your age group consider a classic, like one of those movies you would just watch. If you were flipping through channels, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's on? I'm going to stop and watch it. People can be wrong. Maybe it's not so great. I don't know. Well, um, we may find out here soon enough because, (laughs) hey, surprise, we are going to force you to watch the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) Well, that is some surprise. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I did not. Did you? Uh, Unlike seeing it at my grandparents' house on VHS in one of those black plastic cases that made the squeak sound when you open it, you're actually going to get to see it in high definition uh, on HD DVD. Oh, wait, nobody has that format. Aww. This would be Blu-ray. Oh, even worse. I'm out of here. Oh, man. I could bust out the Laserdisc copy for you if you'd appreciate it. I would. Oh, excellent. Um, So before we actually watch the movie, I kind of want to know maybe a little bit of a before and after thing here. Okay. Okay, so... um. You know, you've talked a little bit about what you think the movie is. Can you elaborate on that some? Well, I have seen little clips, not of the movie, but pop culture things. So they've featured things on The Simpsons and Family Guy. So that kind of gives me the impression that it's a little kid movie. It's it's not something that's going to appeal to me. It's kind of in the Disney realm of entertainment. Have you ever read the book? No. Were you aware that there's a book? I'm aware that there's a book. I'm aware that there's a weird Johnny Depp uh, movie as well. No, there isn't. You know, the best uh, Willy Wonka ever is some kind of, somewhere between a toss-up of uh, Gene Wilder and Crispin Glover. All right, all right. Yeah, Crispin Glover made a really good Wonka in uh, one of those parody movies. Well, maybe we'll have to watch that clip, too. Yeah, definitely. So, you think it's just like a kid's movie. Do you yeah. think it will have any appeal to you as an adult? Um, I don't think I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. I think I'm going to find it weird. Um Based on the fact that you're making me watch it, there's got to be something to it. Well, I've been trying to make you watch this movie for the better part of a decade Yeah, now. Yes, it's true. Lee actually bought me a copy on VHS about 10 years ago after he found out that I'd never seen it. Yeah. I was very upset that I had never seen it. I'm still upset that you've never seen it. And I've never watched the tape. It's never been in my VCR. I packed it from my parents' house to my house about four years ago. It's in a box somewhere. It's It's never being played and now you really can't escape it because you're kind of stuck here and you have to watch it on blu-ray yeah you're my ride so yeah sorry about your luck yeah all right well hey let's jump right into the movie and we'll have you watch it and then we're going to go ahead and come back and we're going to see kind of what your interpretation of it was or if you didn't like it or if maybe you think wow maybe this is a classic maybe i missed out all this time maybe i've been wrong maybe i should have watched it long ago we'll see we'll be back 
The melted chocolate's really gross. Is this movie gonna be a horror movie? I asked Twitter, hey guys, real talk, who has not seen Willy Wonka? Chris, who is at Nitro Nintendo, says, people who don't know magical movies, that's who. <laughs> okay, I know the song too. This has been on The Simpsons, I'm pretty sure. I, did, I legit didn't know that this was from this movie, like the song. It's a song about candy. My friend's cat is named after him. Okay, so this is normal for Charlie. He's got like all these grandparents in his bed. So both of his grandparents' sets on each side of his family shack up in the same bed. And they've been bedridden for the last 20 years. All four of them. They would have been like 40 20 years ago. Why are they bedridden at 40? Um, okay, these guys are bedridden. How are they getting chocolate bars? Oh, I know Slugworth from your post, but I didn't understand it. You have to go back and read that. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. So he does get to do the chocolate factory. Does he? Like the title suggests. Um, really? Because it says Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Yeah. Well, the Johnny Depp one's like Charlie, isn't it? Is this a musical? Children are horrible people. Like, if you haven't walked in that long, <clears throat> don't you need uh, physiotherapy? If I was Charlie Bucket's mom, I would punch that guy in the face. Like, she's been carrying the whole family. Like, he can jump around and dance. Where does the chocolate come from? This is like a Kool-Aid factory. This is a bad Kool-Aid commercial. I, I don't know where it's going. Is it a musical? Is it for children? It seems kind of depressing. This is one of those movies that are full of made-up words. So they're like really judgmental, fat-shaming little people. This is like when Ren goes off the deep end. What is going on in the background? Wonka is a sociopath. He should be stopped. He just let a child die. All he had to do was hold out his hand. Wonka is a serial killer. He's not dead, he's just small. Like I've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Honey, I blew up the baby. Rick Moranis can fix this. Why is there half of a club? There's a half of everything. Is there another room with the other half? I said good day. They did that on Hannah Montana all the time. Uh, let's leave that on the podcast. Okay, I thought Slugworth was a bad guy. Slugworth is the real Wonka? Are there conspiracy theories about this? Oh, maybe I should read your article. Wait, that's the end of the movie? Yep. They don't go back and be like, whoa, Violet's fine, and like, like she didn't really die. Ha ha, got you guys. That's the end of the movie. What What about Slugworth? No, we need more movie. Like, oh, I just killed all these kids. Well, Charlie Bucket, you can have my chocolate factory. Bye, everyone. I have so many questions. Well, what happens in the sequel book? Like, how do they tie this up? They go to space with the other grandparents. I'm not making this up. I still don't know who they're targeting for their audience. Like, it, see, it really seems like a kid's movie, but all the kids are dead except for Charlie, who gets the chocolate factory. But then why? Why is this a movie, basically? He was murdering children. How is that magical? I finally saw Willy Wonka, and it is not what I expected. I don't think I liked it, but... It really explains a lot of cultural references in my life. It just blows my mind that my friend named her cat after a Willy Wonka thing. She's had the cat for like five years and called it Charlie Bucket. And I was like, maybe it likes being in buckets. And we're back. You're still listening to the Pop Rewind podcast. What were we just hearing there? Uh, we were listening to uh, a few clips of us listening or watching Wonka last night. 
Yeah, mainly you. Mainly me. Um, we put a microphone in front of Lynn's while yeah. she was watching the movie for the first time ever. For, yes. As an adult. As a 31-year-old uh, lady folk, I had a few beers. Well, you can do that at that age. So that might explain a couple of the clips. <laughs> couple of my reactions <laughs> yeah there were some golden moments in there hey speaking of golden moments let's, oh let's go see how that worked there's a nice little segue here great. golden tickets all right let's just talk about it let's what were your first impressions my first impression well i mean going into the movie like i i had said yesterday um i thought it was going to be more of a children's movie more disney dumbed down uh this was part musical part horror part i don't even know what it's kind of an all over the place movie it is it was not what i was expecting at all no no and um what i mean what did it turn out to be what you expected versus what it really is i mean you had it pegged as just like a goofy children's comedy yeah and especially there was that first part where the ladies start singing i'm like okay well it's just a disney musical basically but then it wasn't quite a musical there were a couple musical numbers and i did not expect the children to die and stay dead i thought there was maybe a contraption at the bottom like oh haha they're all alive and eating candy and happy nope dead yeah no one seems to care that they're dead. The other kids just keep going on, and the other parents keep going on. Not really too concerned about it. Well, we know Wonka's not, but we'll come back to that. Um, yeah. When the movie was over, you were kind of devastated that it ended all of a sudden. I did not think that was the ending scene. Yeah. It seemed to end I told really you, abruptly. Wonka, I told you Charlie doesn't make it back to the factory. Yeah. <laughs> It it left a lot of questions, and it was funny because about two years ago or so, Lee had uh, wrote an article on the site about Slugworth. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't know what it was about. I was just like, oh, nice article, guy. Good job. I knew I knew you'd never yeah, seen the I movie. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that was a great article that I didn't ever read. And uh, so I revisited on my phone last night. I'm like, oh my God, I think he's right. So in the article, Lee kind of goes into Slugworth. Yeah. And how, should I say what your article's about? Yeah. Okay, so he thinks that Slugworth is the actual Wonka. Yeah, that's my, my, that's my theory behind the movie. I don't know. I mean, I agree with that more than what the movie presented. I don't know if he's the actual Wonka or if he's just another guy there. I don't think the Wonka is the real Wonka. No, I think the man we know as Slugworth is the head of that operation, and that's why he was personally picking which children would end up getting the golden tickets because he always just happened to be there when they'd find a ticket. Yeah. And I'm feeling like they didn't happen to find one. He brought one of those with them and set it down on the table or whatever. And they're like, this, this one's going in. See, that's what kind of added to the Disney thing at the uh, beginning of the movie. I'm like, okay, well, this is like some Disney evil villain. He can do weird stuff like that. I can accept it. Bring me the formula. But no, that company's doing some weird stuff. There's something dark going on there. There is. And it just, it was weird. Yeah. He had 10,000 of these, whatever they were. <laughs> so, it, we, we've established you no longer feel it's just a movie for children. No, it, it is not. Maybe not even at all. <laughs> no. um, I got to tell you, you're pretty much the last person to have never seen this movie, really. Um, you know, you reached out on Twitter right before we started the movie yeah. to, to ask if anybody... <laughs> What had, had seen the movie before, and somebody left a comment saying, um, yeah, only people who don't 
believe in magic. I'd never seen it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that was great to get while watching the movie, too. Definitely. I mean, I don't understand why this is such a classic movie. It's just one of those movies that everybody's grown up on. I you mean, you can grow up on it and be like, oh, that was still a weird movie that I don't think people should watch. It is a weird movie, but I think people should watch it. I mean, when I got a Blu ray player, there were a few movies I went straight to, like, oh, I want to see these in HD. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was one of them. I mean, don't. I guess I'm. I, I shouldn't say don't ever watch it, but I guess the hype. It didn't live up to the hype. Uh, what did you think of the abrupt changes in the movie? Now that's kind of a, a key piece of this movie, and that it'll seem like there's something happy going on. Oh, kid falls in the chocolate river. What? Um, okay, don't worry, we've overcome that. We're going on this magical boat ride. Oh, cool boat ride. We're in a crazy tunnel now. Also, that kid just died. <laughs> now they forgot all about that. He made sure that they forgot all about the kid. It's very quickly paced in that sense, but probably because Wonka is a sociopath. Yeah, I could see that. So I don't know if the book is similar, if it's got the similar pace, or if they kind of stay in that area and kind of resolve things before moving on, or if it's all just, bam, dead kid next scene well the strange thing is it takes so long to get to the factory i think we had actually convinced you at one point yeah. that the movie was about over and charlie never actually wins the ticket but the movie is charlie the chocolate no it's wonka yeah. oh see i told you he didn't end up back at the factory that would have been i don't know if that would have been more depressing or less depressing what did you think of charlie just standing outside of the candy shop while the shop owner is giving everybody free candy very sad. He just sads at them. He, it was really sad. And that's what made me believe that maybe he doesn't make it. But even at the end, it's so open-ended. It seems like there needs to be more of Charlie and his adventures, which I get, you know, there are books. Right, right. Well, one book and then a chapter of a third. Yeah, Charlie goes to the White House or something. Yeah. yeah. Not so sure about that. I, I'm not interested, but I don't know. I think the movie needed a little more at the end. Well, in the second book, I believe it's the elevator goes to space and all the grandparents are in the elevator. Yeah, there's some weird stuff, which I don't like either. Maybe it's just not for me. I don't know. <laughs> this whole franchise, it's just, you know, you got to go back to Star Wars or something. This is just overwhelming for you. <laughs> it is. Now, um, would you call this film a musical? See, that's the thing. It's a bunch of different things and it can't decide which one to be. There are musical numbers, which don't seem necessary, especially the very first one. Yeah. Does not seem necessary. When we said there's an intermission in the movie, we were talking about the Cherub Charlie moment. Yeah, and I didn't realize that was so... It was like the first chunk of the movie. Yeah, that's like a song that just doesn't end. I thought it was going to be at least halfway through that there would be this lull in the film. No, it's right at the beginning, which is kind of unusual for a movie. That's why I was figuring like, oh, is this half over already? It feels like I feel like I just sat down to watch it. Well, you asked me if the movie was a musical, and I honestly didn't know how to answer that because I'm like, well, this isn't the only song, and that songs are kind of a key player to the movie. You know, I've got a golden ticket, yeah. Candyman. These are all, but mm, uh, there's not enough music for it to be a musical, but right. there's still too much music for it. To be not a musical? And I typically don't like musical films, so I like this one. It must not be a musical. It was. That's my conclusion. It, it was something. Um, now, moving forward, uh, what were what were your favorite characters throughout the movie? Like, which ones did you 
I know you didn't identify with any of them, but are there any that kind of stuck at you? Well, you know, even from a literary standpoint, I like this character. I'm not sure if I liked any of the characters. <laughs> um, I think I like Slugworth only because I want to know more about him. There's some story to Slugworth. He, watching the whole movie that he's barely in, I'm most interested in Slugworth. Well, he shows up in the tunnel. Yeah. For a few seconds. He chases Charlie down in the, the alleyway. He's there with all the kids. In fact, why don't we do this? Why don't we go through all of the the characters, basically? All right. And let's just get your initial reaction, all right? Okay. Um, Augustus Gloop and his mother. Uh, I thought that was Uter from The Simpsons. Okay. Um, let's see. Who goes next? Uh, Violet and her father. Violet, uh, a little annoying, but didn't really bother me. So you don't think she really deserved her punishment? I mean, I just, chewing the gum with her mouth open was not a fan of. I gotta tell you, though, last night watching this was the first time I saw this movie, and I was like, why do the Oompa Oompa Loompas have a problem with gum chewing? Yeah. There's like a whole rehearsed number about this. I'm like, um... Well, I guess in olden days, you weren't supposed to chew gum like if you chew gum in class you would have to put it on your nose and weird stuff like that but now they tell you to chew gum instead of like you know smoke other uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know um so let's see veruca salt oh my god i think i said quite a few times while we're watching the movie that i just want to smack her yeah not a fan huh what a brat well i don't I'm not a fan of kids to begin with, and that's like the poster child why. But she has a great musical number where she's just like throwing the wrapping paper all over the place. Oh my god. I hate her so much. <laughs> I don't understand why that band took their name from her. Yeah, that is a bit odd, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Maybe she's a little nicer in the book. But hey, that's another reference that I get now. Oh yeah, check that out. Yeah, you were catching references left and right because <laughs> of this film. Between Family Guy, The Simpsons, The Candyman can... That, like, I knew these things, but right. I didn't know why. They're so pivotal to this movie. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, I guess that's just part of some Simpsons, Simpsons episode. Simpsons did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike TV. Uh, he was kind of a weasel. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do, you th- do you think he really got a punishment, though? I mean, he wanted to jump into the TV. He didn't seem to have a problem with being small. Yeah, he seemed happy. Yeah, I think maybe for the first time in his life, he was really happy. But maybe it made his mother uh, sad because her son was now right itty bitty. You know, I think of all the parents, Mike TV's mom is kind of the most, uh, maybe more irritating than the child is in this movie. Yeah. You know, the other ones are all just kind of like, eh, typical, you know, well, yeah, just doing the dad thing, whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think the parents really bothered me as much as the kids did, but the kids were a product of their parents. Right. Yeah. Charlie Bucket and his family. His family was weird. Like, Why why is that? All of his grandparents are bedridden in a bed all together. With no explanation. Yeah, they're all, all four of them are in the same bed. And then Charlie's like, hey, I got this ticket. Let's go, Grandpa. He's like, oh, okay, let me do this dance and a jig. And all of a sudden, I can walk. It's a miracle. Meanwhile, poor Charlie's uh, single mom there. She's carrying the entire family. And Charlie. And Charlie. Charlie had a job. So these deadbeats are just hanging out in bed. Be like, oh, I'm sick. Meanwhile, old Gramps there can just jive like crazy. Yeah, the whole time he was just faking it. 
It was unbelievable. Yeah, so that I was not a fan of. Charlie himself, um, I mean, he seems like a poor kid. You know, you can feel for him. Right. So you actually identify with Charlie a bit, maybe. I don't know if I identify <laughs> with <laughs> I just I lick the it. windows when there's candy samples given out. See, that's what I meant. Okay, so I do yeah. identify with him. Uh, he was the least irritating. Uh, I think he was a good character. You know, uh, I would say Charlie just always has this look on his face like... He's just witnessed something he can't unsee. Charlie has seen some stuff. He's been on YouTube way too long. <laughs> but it was really funny. I, I believe I say in the clips as well, uh, my friend and her husband have a cat named Charlie. And it just blew my mind the first time I heard them say Charlie Bucket in the film because they call their cat, like, full name Charlie Bucket. And now you know why. I just thought maybe the cat liked to hop in buckets and it was some weird thing. I never asked. And well, I'm glad I didn't because I would have looked like an idiot. Charlie likes to jump in buckets. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. It was just very bizarre. So now I get their cat's name and I think uh, that's the best takeaway from this film for me. Wow. So let's see. We've already talked about Slugworth. Yes. So that just leaves us with Mr. Wonka or the person depicted as Mr. Wonka. Yeah. I, I still don't know about that. I think it's, you know, there's a man behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, the whole factory is really bizarre. What what makes you say that? Well, first of all, I don't think there should be a river of chocolate, which is pretty much like brown water. Right. If your chocolate was that th- thin, it would start seizing up with all the water in it. But it was churned by the waterfall. But the, no, water the and only, chocolate don't go together. It's the only chocolate in the world churned by a waterfall. And it's just not sanitary. What about the Oompa Loompas? I'm going to ask you that, too. <laughs> I had some feelings on the Oompa Loompas, apparently. Um, yeah, at first you maybe thought they were making a good point, and then all of a sudden you realized that maybe they were actually being kind of spiteful. I, I don't know. I Yeah, at first I thought, like, okay, you know, they're getting business done, and then afterwards, they're, they're kind of mean. They are a little mean. I thought with the gum-chewing thing, I was yeah. like, really? You gotta make... You're going to make this kid a blueberry because she likes to chew gum? Yeah. I mean... If that's your worst characteristic, I mean, you're pretty much doing okay for yourself. Yeah, it's a little irritating that she was chomping on gum with her mouth open while she was still alive. It's not a big deal, chewing gum, that she would have to die from it. Yeah, I don't think she really... You know, the punishment fit the crime no, on that one. No, definitely not. Um, now, would you have eaten any of the Wonka candy after seeing how this guy makes this stuff? After seeing it, no. Right. For various reasons, no. I mean, only in the like universe of the movie, obviously. Right. Know, nerds are fine, but... Yeah, no, I'll still eat candy now. That's no problem. But to see it made, to see the open air, un- insa- unsanitary conditions, and then the kids trying these prototype things, right. and well, flying almost up into a fan and turning into a blueberry... It's a, it's a little out there. Putting need, putting shoes and jackets in the chocolate. Yeah, that's gross. You need some R&D and some health standards and oh. Yeah. What do you make of the parents in this film? Um, I didn't really think too much about the parents while I was watching it. Okay. Uh, looking back, I guess they were doing the best that they could. They kind of let their kids get away with being brats, especially in Veruca Salt's uh, right. situation. Well, I mean, both her parents just kind of let her have whatever. Yeah. Was she an only child? There weren't other siblings running around, were there? No, it didn't seem like there were. Right. You know, they had all the factory workers opening the candy bars. So it's just her that's a brat, and now she's dead. So, hey. Yeah, kind of worked out for you. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So would you recommend this movie to people? See, I keep... 
maybe because I waited so long in life to watch this. Right. Uh, that I just, I had one vision of it. And then when I watched it, it wasn't that vision. So I'm kind of left confused. I guess watch it if you haven't, because it is really very strange and it's not what you think. Right. You know, you're saying that like there's one other person that hasn't seen this there, movie before. There might be. No, you were kind of the last person who hasn't well, seen this Well, what about movie. those tribes that haven't... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure somebody <laughs> dropped off a, before. a copy of Willy Wonka on Betamax. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone out there that hasn't seen it. Yeah, maybe in Loompa Land. Oh. So you've... I mean, this is a movie you're quite familiar with. I've seen this movie more times than I can count. Have you seen the Johnny Depp one? Um, I don't think there is a, a movie with Johnny Depp. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> the 2005 remake. So, <sighs> yeah. now that I've seen the original, right? I'm taking it, I should stay away from the 2005 version as well. I can't personally recommend it. So, does it follow the same story, or they just kind of, I guess, darken it up because it's a Tim Burton joint? It's, um, you know, it's kind of that, and apparently it's closer to the book okay. than this one was. Um, I just, you know, the, the musical numbers didn't do it for me. I will say... The best thing to come out of that is it was parodied in, was it Epic Movie, Epic I believe? Epic Movie, yeah. And actually a very good choice for Willy Wonka, or just Willy, as he was known in the movie, was Crispin Glover. And he's got that great moment where the kid falls in the chocolate river. He's like, oh, chocolate. And Crispin Glover says, actually, that's the sore line. <laughs> I mean, that's just, you know, that's comedy gold right there. <laughs> We also pulled up the um, Gobstopper trailer for the fake movie where Christopher Lloyd plays Willy Wonka in sort of a chocolate factory gone wrong situation. Though, honestly, maybe not that far removed from this film. No, I mean, I think they could both be really terrific horror uh, films. Yeah. What did you think of the Christopher Lloyd bit there? It was pretty good. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> but mentioning Gobstoppers, uh, that reminds me. I know I was bothered in the movie that the Gobstoppers Wonka was giving them didn't look like Gobstoppers. They look better. I want the ones in the movie. They look kind of big. They look like those puzzle balls you used to get out of the quarter machine. Yeah. Yeah. So it may contain choking parts. Well, I mean, if it's from Wonka, then yeah, it probably does. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I have one of those... Um, golden wonka eggs in my freezer that i'm not even sure if they make anymore and i had written the date on it and it says 2007 and we're recording this episode in 2014 so the wonka ball is that the the it was a chocolate shell with toys inside or something no or it more was, candy inside it was kind of like a cadbury egg shape except it was solid chocolate and filled with graham cracker pieces oh and it is amazing so like a wonka bar but yeah egg sh- okay it's tempting to eat to be honest with you despite being in my freezer for seven years well if it's cryogenically frozen i think you might be okay and maybe maybe i'll pull that one out when i get the crystal pepsi going do they still make wonka bars you can find wonka candy out there okay yeah yeah there were there were also some high-end Wonka bars for a while. I believe they had a scrum diddly bar. Oh, nice. I know we had, I had Wonka bars in Canada, but I don't know if that was some weird leftover stock that was shipped here or if we were actually getting Wonka bars. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. One. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this movie? Anything that really struck you? Are you going to revisit this again six months from now? Are you going to lose sleep over a certain element? I might. I think the Slugworth thing really bothers me. And 
you know i laughed at you writing this article a couple of years ago i didn't get it i'm like okay whatever some waka stuff i don't care about but now uh, i don't know i think i'm gonna have to sit down and do some research on slugworth which are things i never thought i would be doing right right is your life improved for having seen the movie no do you really think so now that you catch all these references do you oh, think it was uh, worth like the two hours down to watch it I guess just to catch these references, yeah. Because before, like I had said, I had only seen parodies on The Simpsons and Family Guy. Right, right. And now there's like other things that I'm, I'm understanding where they came from. It wasn't just exclusive to that show. Like I, I realized The Family Guy and The Simpsons and all that, you know, certain elements were wonky. It wasn't original material. Right. But there are other elements elsewhere that well, I'm kind of like, oh, Wonka. You know, the critic had a had a reference to this film. Really? Yeah, there's a part where um, Jay Sherman is interviewing Willy Wonka on his show. And um, there's a close-up on Wonka, and he's frantically searching through his like pile of candy. He's like, hmm, I'm looking for the gum, or whatever. And then the camera shot changes, and he's like, Jay, have you seen it? And Jay is a giant blueberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I always appreciated that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. There's a Futurama, too, that is pretty much a heavy reference to the movie as well. Well, now I can go back and watch all sorts of cartoons tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be okay. So I think this one was actually worth your time seeing. All right. And I mean, you know I'm not good with movies. I very rarely watch movies that I haven't already seen. Yeah, you've only seen Back to the Future like one time, Yeah, right? I yeah, know. That's but a problem I've, for I've me. seen Ghostbusters like every week. I don't know. It's ridiculous but it's the same movie i watch over and over again just i don't know why it's a bad habit i have so knowing that i have this really bad movie habit what are what is another essential movie that i should watch oh wow putting you on the spot right now and i apologize but well i gotta tell you um you know you kind of did this to me like 10 years ago i hadn't seen all the way through the Terminator movies. Oh. Yeah. So we kind of went through this when Terminator 3 came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dragged you to it. I just recently went through and watched it a second time again. Hmm. You know, I'm honestly going to have to think on that one. All right. Have you seen any of the original Planet of the Apes? No. Um, definitely the first one for the references. Yeah. And then the, uh, the third and fourth one were pretty entertaining as well because that's another thing where oh i've seen it on the simpsons i kind of get the gist yeah unfortunately you know the whole twist at the end yeah well that's what happens with what 30 40 year old movies pretty much yeah Yeah. so have you ever seen the rocky films i've seen one of them and i don't remember which one it was a really long time ago okay rocky four is great yeah yeah that's a great one to see that was dolph ludgren Dolph Ludgren's in it. I'm signed up then. Yeah, Let's so do this. check that one out. Okay. Excellent. Now that I have Wonka in my life, it's very bizarre. I gotta, oh my God. This is one that's going to mess with you over the next few weeks. I can tell you're going to like call me and be like, uh, you know, I was just thinking about Slugworth. I had this I had this idea about Slugworth. I was I, eating lunch today. I feel like a crazy conspiracy theorist. I, th- I feel like this is happening now. Um, do you know? Do you know what the sound is? Here, here's a ball of tin foil, and I'll make it into a hat. Oh. Yeah. No, seriously, pass that over. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could sum up Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in one paragraph-ish, how would you do that now? Willy Wonka is a sociopath who kills children. Children are horrible people that Willy Wonka murders. Candy is bad. Don't chew gum. Oompa Loompas. What? And then Slugworth.
Who are you, Slugworth? What is your deal? And that's all the time we have for this episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast. Thank you for being my guest here on the Pop Rewind Podcast. Uh, we are running out of guests on the show, so that's why we invited you. No, I'm kidding. Aw. I'm kidding. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Pop Rewind Podcast. Check us out on the web at poprewind.com and... Pop Rewind online on Twitter and Facebook. And Definitely. we're on Google Plus and Pinterest and probably other places by now as well. Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, see, you remember that. All right, I'm Lee, and you've been... I've been Linz. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Poprewind.com. <laughs>